What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. How many of you Team Cash Multipliers have heard the phrase, cash is king? And more importantly, how many of you agree with the statement? Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, Cash Multipliers. It's Thursday. The weekend is looking good and full of possibility, and we're excited to be here with you all. Speaking of the weekend, I've got some big plans coming up. Oh yeah? What's going on, Palm? I think it's time that I treat myself to a little self-care day. I haven't had one of those in a while. Okay, you mean since last Friday? Hey, it counts. I think like, I I mean, I kind of like where this is going. What kind of self-care we're talking about here? And more importantly, can I come? Um, maybe. (laughs) I think the key word here is self though. But who am I kidding? You've been at my side since birth and why would it stop this weekend? I think I'm going to the spa to get a sesh eat some quality sushi, and go shopping for the adventures we have coming up. That sounds amazing. And yes, I accept your invitation. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's so much easier to have these treat yourself weekends when you have cash flow and not just cash in our lives. There are absolutely more freedom to do what we want with our money, how to choose to spend the money, not living in fear if we're making enough to support this type of lifestyle, or simply just enjoying a weekend. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more, but I also think we're getting a tad ahead of ourselves here. How many of you Team Cash Multipliers have heard the phrase, cash is king? And more importantly, how many of you agree with the statement? Well, true to form for us, we're about to disrupt the whole notion in today's episode. Money is obviously incredibly important, and in turn, so is cash. You need cash if you want to be able to invest, you know, in cash flow producing investment opportunities like apartment syndication. And those apartment syndication opportunity result in funding your lifestyle, covering your obligation, and simply spurging on sushi and a spa weekend, right? As we are too familiar with, the problem with cash is that we like spending it pretty much as soon as it hits our hands. For example, say a person recently inherited a million dollars. Most people would immediately think, someone's getting to call my travel agent to book a stay at the Four Seasons in Maldives stat. But not you, you're different. You see that $1 million and you think to yourself, sure, that has a possibility of making money in the future, but how do I make this go beyond just that $1 million? If you're thinking making any money from that money in many ways is worthless, why? Because you aren't generating any cash flow. Cash isn't the enemy. It's too easy. Too easy to spend over time and can fall flat in the wrong hands. But with positive cash flow coming in monthly or quarterly, you have the ability to cover your expenses, fund your lifestyle that you deserve, and do more than just survive, but thrive. So do you know what the US dollar and your Beanie Baby collection have in common then? Mm, You can never have enough? Well, that and they also have massively dropped in value. True. (laughs) But 
I'm not letting go of the princess dye bear here. No, of course you're not. <laughs> no one's telling you to let go of anything, by the way. It's the government that needs to show as the supply of the dollar is constantly being expanded. As long as the government continues to print money left and right, the value of the existing dollars goes down. I feel like a history lesson is about to begin here. You know my hobby is watching the History Channel on YouTube, right? Not geeky at all, Hom. <laughs> so this is what I've learned recently. Between 1783 and 1913, the US dollar was really a real store of wealth. Basically, we were the currency to beat. Other than during wartime periods, inflation within the United States was essentially zero. If you saved a dollar in 1800, a hundred years later, in 1900, you can still purchase approximately the same amount of goods with that dollar. Oh, similar to how the famed Costco hot dog was a buck fifty in the 80s, and it's still the same price today. But in 1913, something changed. The U.S. dollar started a long, steady road of devaluation. We did the math, and using the government's own figures, if you had $100 in 1913, that holds the same purchasing power as $2,000 today. In 1970, at the age of 77, Herbert W. Armstrong wrote about how, as a boy, his mother had asked him to go to the meat shop and get a dime worth of round steak and tell the butcher to put plenty of suet in it. A dime worth meant each person in his family received a modest piece of meat plus plenty of gravy for the potatoes. In times past, the dollar certainly stretched further for Mr. Armstrong, quoted the Labor Department's figures for how much $5 worth of groceries would have gotten you in 1913. We don't think you would be ready for this list. So you would it's get... It's quite shocking, huh? It is pretty <laughs> amazing. 15 pounds of potatoes, 10 pounds of flour, 5 pounds of sugar, 5 pounds of shuck rose, three pounds of round steak, three pounds of rice, two pounds of cheese and bacon, and a pound each of butter and coffee. That money would also get you two loaves of bread, four quarts of milk, and a dozen eggs. This would leave you with two cents for candy, Armstrong wrote. Wow. wow. <laughs> One word, wow. I don't know, that's a lot of food. Yes. I mean, let's be honest, you can't even get a cold-pressed juice at your local store for, you know, $5, much less steak, potatoes, and so on. And the bigger shift happened in 1971, when President Nixon took the U.S. off the gold standard. From that day forward, the U.S. dollar became a currency. The dollar was no longer backed by gold. Let's say in the year of 2000, you had $1,000 in the save it for a rainy day money. Okay, this is going to shock everyone here. Today, the purchasing power of your money has gone down to equivalent of about $340. Now, add a couple digits to that $1,000 and let's make that number one million dollar the current purchasing power today is do you know what it is palm um three hundred forty thousand dollars yep talking about the difference here and we're talking today in 2022 can you even imagine what it would be like in 10 20 and 30 years from now as inflation continues to balloon and cost of living gets higher and higher you think gas price is bad today just wait until your baby start driving now imagine things that are like cause of healthcare, college education, and apartment complexes. We're seeing it right now. There is no doubt that the cost of living will definitely be going up. Simply walking outside and breathing air will eventually cost you $100 in 20 years. I mean, we're kidding, but we also hope you're hearing our point. This isn't to scare you guys, but to inspire you to invest in cash flow producing opportunities. Now, let's bring it all back to apartment syndication and investing. What do you think would happen if you started to passively invest in apartment complexes today, tomorrow, next year, and the following year? I mean, agreed or disagreed, those assets are going to continue to go up in value, right? Both apartment complexes and rent will continue to go up in value, and that's the reason why cash flow is king. Do you see where we're going with this? 
the value of the apartment complex income will continue to go up in time, not decline, not lose value as inflation rises around it. I mean, in fact, it actually goes up with the rate of inflation. This means that as the U.S. dollar continues to lose value, the rent will continue to be higher. And it's just simply the way inflation works. Let's look at some real war example here. Since 2010, the national average rent increased by $390 or 36%, propelled by increasingly valuable land, progressively sophisticated apartments, and a booming job market that pushed demands upward. This is pretty incredible as a national average, but if you look at our go-to investment markets, you'll see that 20-30% to 30% annual rent growth are happening consistently in the past few years. The medium home price went up by 31% in the same time frame, while the medium home price income grew by 27%. Private college tuition fees were also on the rise. The price of higher education increased more than housing costs, shooting up by 39% in the past decade. The point is, if you don't want your money to lose value steadily over time, you have to follow the method that the wealthy use their, to grow their wealth and not let it sit stagnant. Here are the top three reasons why you want more cash flow in your life. Cash flow creates more opportunity. Reinvesting profit from investment property into another investment is a great way to exponentially grow your financial well-being. Cash flow creates safety. The extra monthly income you bring and can help create a larger savings reserve to protect you against unexpected life events like medical bills, car maintenance, etc. And cash flow funds your lifestyle and pay for your expenses. We love learning from people who have gone before us. And some of our favorite quotes in real estate are from people who have major success in industries. Billionaire Andrew Carnegie famously said 90% of millionaires got their wealth by investing in real estate. Ray Dalio said, don't be in cash, own the thing that goes up in value. Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary to President Clinton says, buy real estate that doesn't have long-term leases. And by that, Larry Summers means that no retail, no industrial commercial properties, right? Why? Because during the height of inflationary periods, you want to be able to fully capitalize on the rising but adjustable rents at the market. And that means that you're going to get to do that as often as you can with apartment investing. And this is really where apartment is so unique. We have residents renewing leases, new residents moving in on a monthly basis. In large apartment complexes, we're talking about 65 units and above. There's opportunities to raise rents as it correlating to inflation, if not higher. You can't even do this with industrial or retail properties where tenants may be locked into 5, 10, or 20-year leases. And yes, they also usually have a small percentage increase built in to those type of properties, but typically it would not match the high inflationary period that we're experiencing today. Wow, that's a good point. You see, wealthy people have big-time hard eyes around investing in real estate. Beyond that many tax benefit, it also because they are enjoying the cash flow from the cash flow producing asset and those assets in time create appreciation as well as hedge against inflation. You already know the secret that the wealthy have been using for years. Investing in an asset class that produces monthly, quarterly cash flow, you too can enjoy what the wealthy enjoy, all while leveraging other people's team, expertise, experiences, and time to build your own long-term wealth and equity. I mean, how many conversations have we been in where we hear the same thing from our potential investors? Too many. And it's always the same issues. People often say, I'm afraid to invest because I'm afraid to lose money. It's too risky. And it's true. There's always risk involved with any investment. But keeping your money under the mattress or at the bank is not the best idea if you want to make it last. You don't want your hard-earned $1,000 to decrease in value or a short period of time, right? Okay, Grant Cardone said it's best. Quoting, I stay away from low-income areas and single-family homes, but even those assets are probably a better place to store your money than letting cash depreciate while sitting in the bank. Inflation has real impact in your life. 
It's not only eroding your purchasing power, raising the cost when you need to borrow, it also weakens the U.S. currency. If you were affected in any way in 2008, we empathize with you and don't want that for your future. We can say with 100% certainty that if you continue to keep your money tucked in the safe, under your mattress, or in the bank, you will lose the purchasing power, aka your money. Inflation is not your friend. If there was only one thing we love to do, it's delegate. That's why leverage is the ace in our back pocket when it comes to our money doing more for us. Leverage helps us increase the velocity of movement of dollar through your asset. It's also helped your dollar do more than your one job. I mean, imagine George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Alexander Hamilton being your employees <laughs> as the face of your bills. <laughs> imagine here. You'll be able to multiply your dollars by implementing strategy that do that multiplication. Without financial flexibility, many people tend to divide up their money in ways that make it inefficient, inaccessible, or both. They try to fund an emergency account, disability insurance, life insurance, and pay off their credit cards. People are also putting money in like 401k and IRA and HSA, so no wonder their money goes MIA. Too many abbreviations. <laughs> they tend to have too many accounts with not enough money. Having ample savings gives you safety, security, and the ability to respond to opportunities as well as emergency, we know. But who can afford to have like six months, nine months, or even 12 months of living expenses, park in a saving account, earning nothing, I mean next to nothing? Having savings or assets that you can leverage if needed means that you won't have to be repeatedly depleting your savings account or worse, your credit limit. When you need cash, instead, you can keep your assets working for you while you leverage them. You can borrow against them to create financing for your new car, make an investment, or whatever else requires a hefty amount of cash. Now, just as leverage can make a good investment better, it can make a bad investment worse. Be sure to always consult your legal and accounting professionals. Nan, shall we go over the playbook? Yep, definitely. Guys, here's a secret. Once you invest in an investment opportunity, track your actual cash flow. Keep a copy of the projected cash flow on your distribution, comparing it to the projection that the GP gave you at the beginning so you can see how your property is actually doing. This is a great tool to measure if your investment is hitting your goals or not. Yep, and guys, remember this. Not all deals are equal, which is why when you invest passively with a sponsorship team that has delivered proven track record, the result keep them. You're going to want to rinse and repeat what they're doing and what your guys are doing together. So keep seeing that cash flow coming in. It's important to have a repeatable, successful investment. Who doesn't like to see the W throw up on the scoreboard? Ooh, I love that. In passive investments, you will be spending way less time growing your wealth because you have your playbook as your guide. Once you've honed and honored your internal investment criteria, find your team, of course. Plus, you get to grade your team. We know we've been preaching a lot about the importance of cash flow king. It's because we are a couple of cash flow queens who see the value, right? Cash flow queens. And in this royal court, we only bring in loyalty. No jester with stash money in the bank allows. Jokes aside, don't underestimate the power of cash flow. Remember, cash in your hand today will not have the same value tomorrow. We're not talking about the hypothetical situation here. Inflation is happening right now, as many of us know too well. As the Fed continues to feed people check, people are making more money now, more than ever by staying home and not working. Don't get stuck in the cycle and make your way out. There's plenty of room in our court. That's it from us today. We hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop us a rating and review. We do read all of them and keep up with the Kitty Sisters and our weekend adventures online at the Kitty Sisters on our website at thekittysisters.com. We love you guys. Talk to you next week.
We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast. 